This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hello, listeners. Host Matthew here, and we have another live show coming up in Seattle. This one is on Sunday, November 6th at Barboza. That's on Capitol Hill in Seattle. For tickets, go to bit.ly slash smbarboza. That's bit.ly slash smbarboza. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. If you hear any sounds that, I don't know, seem like maybe somebody is lapping up water with their tongue while we're taping this, it's because I am. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Also, you brought your dog, but probably any slurping, lapping, or slurking noises are Molly. As as you heard on the recent uh, Chewy Candies episode. God, I'm so sorry, everybody. (laughs) I I tried to listen. <laughs> no, it was great. Did you did you have to like I mean, were you just blushing? I hear that I really did a lot of moaning. I haven't oh, yeah, listened. Like, I had to I had to like uh put my hand over my daughter's eyes oh, for listening over, to this radio over show. Her eyes. Yes. <laughs> uh so what are we wait, did we, we already say what we're talking about today? No, we no. didn't say what we're talking about. We are talking today about peanut butter cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Americana at its finest. Yeah, I think it is. I think um it probably in the Declaration of Independence, if you read nobody reads past like the first part. No, like, which starts out. Um, wait, all I can think Four of is score and seven years ago. Nope, I, 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 is that the Gettysburg Address? That's the Gettysburg. I thought we the people. <laughs> we the people. No, no, that's that's the Constitution. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. We. You know, you know how they always talk about how like uh, Americans could never pass the the American you citizenship know, test. I was. We are living proof. I was just talking to a friend the other day who just became naturalized, and she had just that morning gone through the process of her like you know interview. Uh, she, I, I was like, oh, oh, tell me what some of the questions were, and I got all of them wrong. Like, how many? How many amendments are there to the Constitution? 26. I think it's 27. Is it 27? I, th- I thought she told me 27. I don't know. God, never mind. Let's leave this okay, when, in, when in the course of human events, that's the Declaration of Independence. Oh, when oh. in the course of human events? I came this close wait, to what, losing my citizenship. Wait, what happens next? I don't know. Like, you <laughs> When know, in the course of human events there when, comes... There comes a time <laughs> in when, every man's life. <laughs> um, 
this I think this is the preamble to the movie American Pie. <laughs> um, okay. When yeah, there comes a time in every in every person's life when they have to sit next to some peanut butter cookies for fifteen minutes and not, and not eat, eat them. them. Um, yeah, I saw you just touch that cookie I, like you were about to take a bite of it. Well, my cookies are like really soft and chewy, and I noticed, and it's also very hot in, in Matthew's I apartment hate where we're recording. So to, much. I love summer. I'm sitting here sweating profusely and and just feeling that I'm like I, I don't know like. W- w- What's all the rage these days? Am I like releasing a lot of toxins out of my body right now? Sure, that's all. I'm the gonna rage go these days. juice after this. Well, that's how you become naturalized. <laughs> oh, right. Good one. Um, wait, but if you release all these toxins, aren't they just gonna like get into me? Well, no, but they're pretty much just gonna sit on the outside of my skin. Now. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were gonna get uh, volatilized and they're gonna be airborne, an airborne toxic event. Oh, maybe. Um, okay, so how about some? Uh, how about a trip down uh, memory lane? Yes, please. I definitely ate peanut butter cookies as a kid. I don't really have any peanut butter cookie memories other than those involving nutter butters. Yes, I'm sure I was, I'm sure my mother will be upset to hear that because I'm sure she made homemade peanut butter cookies, but I think they just didn't register compared to chocolate chip cookies. I agree. And I feel like the same thing goes for like oatmeal raisin cookies, which yeah. we should also do a show yeah, on maybe. Sure. I, you know, I, I like all of these, but really it, it's hard to compete in any child's imagination or any child's real life with a chocolate chip cookie. Right. And I noticed you put chocolate chips in your peanut butter cookies. Yeah. And I was actually, I was supposed to, my, my peanut butter cookies have milk chocolate in them oh. and I was supposed to chop it up. And uh, it, I, I was making this dough at like 11 p.m. last night and sure. I was too lazy. Oh, so that's why this one cookie has like one big chunk of chocolate pretty over on the, on the perimeter and no other obvious chocolate chunks? Yeah, pretty much. I can't um, wait. That's going to be my first bite. Uh, anyway, but um, yeah, for me, I know that there were peanut butter cookies when I was growing up. They, they existed. They always had um, they had always had the tines of a fork pressed into yep. the top of them. I think sometimes just one press and sometimes like a cross hatching. Oh, just one press. I don't know if I've ever seen I've that. I've seen that a lot. Like a corduroy pants of peanut butter yes, cookies. Yes, the corduroy pants of peanut butter cookies. Anyway, I remember that. I know that I ate peanut butter cookies as a kid, and yet the only ones I really remember are Nutter Butters, and I wish we had some here today. I think we. Why talk- didn't I buy some Nutter Butters? We think- probably ate them on one of our many packaged did. cookies. I episodes. think we did. I I seem to recall they might have been one of those things where like my taste memory of them was a little better than the actual reality. Yeah, probably, but I think they mm, are pretty good. They are pretty good, and as a kid, uh, you know, I think that. Especially when we were growing up, uh, people were not as into salt as they are now. That's a good point. And I kind of wonder if maybe Nutter Butters were saltier at that point than like homemade peanut butter cookies. And maybe that was part of why they seemed I so bet you're right. memorable. Yeah, nowadays most people are desiccated husks from uh, from, from the, packing salt around their bodies like they're going to roast a salt roast a fish. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Is that That's probably some kind of spa treatment you can get, right? Oh, I, I'm almost positive. Getting rubbed with kosher salt. I, I, I did it this morning, actually. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, what else did you do at the spa this morning? Let's let's go through your whole oh, spa routine. Well, You got rubbed down with kosher salt. I Probably uh, got buttered with something. Uh, gosh, I'm, I'm not prepared for this bit, Matthew. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you do at the spa this morning? Oh, oh, what did I, well, I had a mud bath, for oh, sure. Oh, you had a mud bath? Yeah. Have you ever had an actual mud bath? No. I have. I've gone to Calistoga in California, and I've had a mud bath there. And, like, so, you know you know what, like, horse manure looks like? Like, how it's got kind of like a, you can see the, yep. the, the, the blades of grass in it? Yes. Okay, so what, 
what this mud looked like, this particular mud at this place in Calistoga, California, it looked like um, extremely wet horse manure. Like it had like a texture to it. It wasn't just like soft, silky mud. It was like mud that had like lumps and bumps and like stuff in it. Have you? And so it like supported your, I think all mud would kind of do this if you were submerged in it. It like held you like, like a lazy boy recliner. Oh, that sounds pretty great. I felt so held by that mud, but um, also so like, oh my God, what's <laughs> happening to me right now? Um, have you seen the movie The Player with Tim Robbins no. and Greta Scacchi? No. Isn't that, a, the, isn't that the movie where, I was going to say, is that the movie where Tim Robbins met Susan Sarandon? I think that was Bull Durham. Yep. Uh, the Player, is a, it's a Robert Altman movie. It's really great. And there's a mud bath scene. Mm-hmm. Did um, the mud look like sort of liquid horse manure? Yes, that's what made me think of it when you said that. I'm like, oh, that's like the gross looking mud in the mud bath scene in The Player. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so you had a mud bath this morning and yet you you don't know this about mud baths. <laughs> right, because mine was imaginary. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think since the point of the spa treatment is to like relax you on the inside, then I think I think really like you can have like an internal like uh, yeah, mud, mental a mud spa bath treatment. of the mind. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, I took a mud bath of the mind. I got the I got uh, I exfoliated my cortex. Yeah, uh, you know I exfoliated my cerebellum. <laughs> And that's why that's why your movements are so perfectly coordinated. Mm-hmm. That's what the cerebellum does, right? I th- doesn't the cerebellum like control all these autonomic things like breathing and yeah. your heartbeat and Well, I noticed your breathing is on point this morning. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I am actually taking breaths to oxygenate my body. Good for you. Thanks. Not enough people do that. <laughs> Can we eat these peanut butter yes. cookies now? For okay. God's sake. So why, you put on the sheet, why do we do the crosshatch thing? Yeah, why do we do the crosshatch thing? Faux. Faux. Faux show. Why do we do this to ourselves? Okay. I think it's for two related reasons. Okay. Number one, I think uh, you have to flatten out a peanut butter cookie before you bake it. Um, why? Because, because otherwise it won't flatten enough and it, and it will... You know, it, it won't be like the the have the appearance or texture that you people expect. I think. Look, but yours. Look have, at my peanut butter cookies. Yours have way more butter. You think? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you look up the recipe? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. No, and I've made this recipe, your recipe, before, and it has so much butter. It is so much fucking butter. Um, the dough is beautiful. But as I know from reading Shirley Courier's Cookwise, mm-hmm. the more butter you put in a cookie, the more it spreads. So actually. Which well, is I feel why like we're I had getting, the butter treatment this morning at I, the mental spa. I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves here. But um, I actually, so I made my cookie dough last night. I scooped it using a cookie, I mean an ice cream scoop, mm-hmm. onto a sheet pan and put it in the freezer. Oh. And then this morning I baked them from frozen because I had written in my notes to self about this recipe that I liked the texture of the cookies best when they were baked from frozen. Okay. So I wonder if that helped control the spread and make for this perfect looking cookie that I made. It is a perfect looking cookie, so except, for the, except for the fact that it has that one iceberg of chocolate. Oh, come on, no, it, man. Which is, I mean, it's, it's like perfect in its imperfection. It's a wabi-sabi of cookies. Let's pretend I never said that. Whoa. This is fucking intense compared mm-hmm. to your cookie. Yeah. This is serious business. This is like a whole different kind of thing. Yeah, this is like a, wow, it is so rich. Mine, yeah, yours. mine's a classic American cookie peanut butter cookie. Mine, from the, mine is almost like the flourless chocolate cake of peanut butter cookies. Mm-hmm. 
But it's not flowerless, and I want to get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it, man. Okay, because... Wait, are... wait, did we talk about what recipe I made and what no. recipe you made? So mine mine was actually made by my wife, Lori. It was from the Grand Central Bakery cookbook. Mm-hmm. Grand Central Baking Book, I think it's called, maybe. I think maybe. you're right. I think um, you're right. Which has so many great cookie recipes in it. But this, this is just, like, as classic as you can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing I said I was going to say is I think you do the crosshatch uh, to give it a little more... Um, more edges to get crispy in the oven. Huh, yeah, yours does get crispy. Mine is sort of like very chewy and, and unctuous, melting. Oh, it's unk. Unk. So the recipe that I used uh, is from the lovely Autumn Martin, mm-hmm. who um, is the owner of Hot Cakes Molten Cakery here in Seattle. And Autumn, God, I'm so sorry for all this like like juicy... Gossip? Um, yeah, juicy gossip. No, um, Autumn... Taught a class at the Pantry, which is a cooking school here in Seattle, um, a couple of years ago, a number of years ago. And she, one of the things she made were these peanut butter cookies that I had had at Hotcakes. They're quite salty. They are extremely tender. The peanut butter flavor is uh, really intense. There's a lot of peanut butter in there. And they have milk chocolate kind of bits in them. Yeah, it's a real experience of a cookie. It is an experience. of. I mean, I think it is a fabulous cookie. However, it is much, much, much richer um, than than yours. Well, if someone someone took a bite of this cookie and was expecting a classic American peanut butter cookie, they'd be, Uh uh-huh. Oh, like, like recently, wasn't there some candy recently on the show that had booze in it, and I wasn't expecting it? Mm-hmm. It was from one of the junk food boxes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be like that, except there's no booze in these mm. cookies. I just got a bite of the milk chocolate in here. Mm. So, mm. oh, it's going to be one of those episodes again, huh? Mm. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is kind of right up there with the most comfortable bras I've ever owned. Would you say top three? Oh, I would say like top two, maybe like top 1.5. Yeah, one I'm actually wearing today. Matthew is very carefully avoiding looking at my chest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I have to be so careful. I, I don't. Mean, I don't know either. I mean, I'm like inviting yeah, you. What to would look yeah? At what it. would you do if I was staring? Yeah. So tell me, Matthew, how's this bra working for me? It's working great. Thank like, you. Uh, the memory foam cups create a, a very pleasing silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, everybody knows how much I love the pleated straps and the gold hardware. I also like that there's no tag on this thing. Like, mm-hmm. So wait a minute, but we always tell people they can cut off the tags during the free trial. Does that mean there are no tags? Well, this says tagless foam padded hook and eye. You're in, absolutely in the, right. The ad copy, I, as I recall, I mean, I could take off my bra and we could look at it. Let's not do that. But as I recall, the name Third Love is like just printed like on the band. Okay. Yeah. I love the, the trend toward tagless garments. Um, so, all right. Wait so, a minute, but why does it say this? Tagless foam padded hook and eye, but then it says you can even take the tags off. It's very easy to take off a tag that was never on in the first place. <laughs> Great. So, you know, if you want to look, if you want your silhouette to look as good as Matthew says my silhouette looks, thank you, Matthew. Right. Well, I mean, we need to we need to get you a little more backlit so I can tell for sure. <laughs> okay. I'll, st- I'll, kind of, I'll stand, uh, you know, in, in front of the window here. If you want to look like a uh, silhouette as seen on a, the mud flap of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need to order this 
bra. Here is how you do it. You go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You pay for shipping. Very cheap. You wear the bra for 30 days. You can even take off the non-existent tags. That's right. You wear it. You wash it. I mean, really, do whatever you do in your bra. If you don't like it, send it back. You pay nothing further. If you do like it, they'll charge your card and you get to keep it. So one more time, that's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to start your free trial. What kind of peanut butter is in here? So I used um, I used Adams mm-hmm. uh, creamy salted peanut butter. What about you, Jeff? Jeff, because you're a choosy mom. I am a choosy mom. Um, I think maybe I, I love Jeff as as we know from the peanut butter episode. I love like you know shitty factory peanut I thought butter. You love Skippy more than Jeff, though. We both loved Skippy. We both loved Skippy. But why are you buying Jeff, man? So I started buying Skippy after that peanut butter episode. I've we, got it's some time, Skippy at home. We need, to, we need to set the record straight here. And I found that not every time, but often there was a grittiness to it. And Jif is always super smooth. And I'm willing to, the trade-off to get a little more smoothness, I'm willing to give up a little peanut butter flavor. Oh. Peanut flavor. I've got some Skippy at home right now. I didn't use it for this recipe. But. So yeah, I think the fact that you used the Adams natural peanut butter, which really contains just peanuts and salt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is part of what gives this cookie so much peanut flavor and also that it has a lot of salt and butter. It has a lot of salt, a lot of butter, and a lot of peanut butter. It is intense. In fact, do you ever get this sensation when you're eating something that's very sweet um, that it makes your mouth itch? Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure that one of our listeners could write in and or you know could could tell us in scientific terms why this happens, but I'm experiencing this sensation right now, which kind of leads me to think my body is like, red alert, red alert, stop eating this. Well, that's I've- how my body talks. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> no, let's, can can let's you hear. hear my body talk? Wait, what was it that Olivia Newton-John said? Was she the body talk person? Maybe uh, um, something, something. I sent you a link. Hear your body talk. I think so. Dude, I, I sent you a link the other day to to that. Um, uh, uh, who is it? Janelle Monae's song. Let uh, let that let your booty do that yoga. I didn't listen to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I listened oh. to the other song you sent me a link to. Okay, good. I don't remember what that was. I don't remember either. All right. If we ever figure out what that song was, we'll post. Well, we'll post a link to the video to the Janelle Monae video from last year. Cool. And can we also link to whoever did the song about "Let Me Hear Your Body Talk" or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that song was? My my mouth is talking right now. My yeah. mouth is like, "Woo!" That was. That, See, I'm getting more of a really salt sweet. salt all over sensation than a than a sugar. Mm. Which is not a bad thing, but I am thirsty. Uh-huh. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, this is kind of like, it, it, this cookie is like almost too much of a good thing. It, it really is. It like really this, is. If I ate a second one of these cookies, I would be sad. Yeah. I- <laughs> it goes like one cookie happy, two cookies sad. It's like a, a, in, you know, a, a bell-shaped curve. You know, it's like that song. <laughs> one One cookie. <laughs> one spit and twice shy you know oh yeah <laughs> my 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 one, one cookie, cookie twice <laughs> too sad <laughs> my cookie too sad <laughs> we maybe should have honed these lyrics one, a, a bit before going into the studio <laughs> one cookie what was it one cookie happy two cookies sad like it's a cookie monster <laughs> but yes, if if there was a version of once bitten twice shy that was sung by cookie monster it would be about how one cookie happy two cookie sad <laughs> and it would be a massive international hit <laughs> like like when cookie monster did his cover of call me maybe 
<laughs> Wait, is this a real thing? Yes, yes, he did. He he said so. Share it, maybe. He's talking about like <laughs> like cookies. Right. He's, we'll we'll link to it. Has Cookie Monster ever used the word booty? <laughs> because I feel like that would be great. How would he say it? I don't know. Uh, look, look. <laughs> that that booty, that booty on point. <laughs> Maybe something like that. Oh so man, we just like, ruined so many childhoods. Oh god. Anyway, yeah, we'll link to the uh, to Cookie what? Monster oh. doing his cover of "Call Me Maybe." So sure, it may be maybe, or whatever it is. Okay, he's maybe in. when Cookie Monster is is singing his booty song, it could be Cookie Monster in front of a bunch of Robert Palmer video models. Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> addicted to cookies. <laughs> Might as well face it. Might as well face it. I'm addicted, addicted to cookies. Cookie. <laughs> you did it. You do it. Do it again. Um, I think when I if I think <laughs> about it, it's not going to come out right. Okay, I usually do it better than I'm doing it today. I feel like I'm not doing it well today. Um, well, if it if it you feel it, you know, like that it's going to be a Cookie Monster moment. Just let it come out whenever <laughs> it wants to come out. Oh, that's what my therapist says uh-huh. too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool. Oh, so so this is like um, Cookie Behavioral Therapy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just, that's it's just what's, like that's what CBT stands for. Yeah. It's just like eat more cookies, you'll probably be happier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, they've written but so many books cookies. about it, but it boils down to just, just eat one cookie happy. <laughs> See, there it goes. Two cookies sad. <laughs> oh. That wasn't quite right no, either, but, but, but I tried. I, no, I, I, I believe that it was truly that Cookie Monster was in the studio with us and that he was getting sad. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me sad. What about peanut butter cookies that have M&Ms in them? How do you feel about that? I like it. So I've been thinking a lot recently about M&M cookies, not for any good reason, but just like I don't remember ever making homemade M&M cookies. I don't know why. Super, if you're going to have like a supermarket, like in the cellophane box kind of cookie, I think the M&M cookie is probably the best of those because it has M&Ms in it. Wait, a supermarket, like what? I've like, never made a cookie from a box. I've made brownies from a box, no, no. cake from a box. I mean, like the kind you get at the deli counter in oh. the supermarket where you open the cellophane box and there's a bunch of cookies oh, inside. God, I, I, That is the one place where I would not want to buy an M&M cookie. Somehow it would like further underline for me that I was buying a cookie and not eating eating a homemade cookie. But those cookies are usually quite bad. That's and true. And M&Ms are good. And for oh. me, the M&Ms, like, if I'm going to, if I'm, you know, if I'm at an event where someone has bought a bunch of cheap-ass supermarket cookies, yeah. and I know I'm going to eat cookies because there's cookies there and I'm a cookie monster, yeah. um, I'm going to go for the M&M cookies because it has M&Ms in it. That's a I good wonder, point. I wonder if the fact that M&Ms so dominant, and, and peanut butter M&M cookies can be very good, too. I wonder if there's something about the fact that that the flavor and texture of M&M's so dominates that you can't really make a great M&M cookie. But maybe this is something we should investigate at a future time. I think we should. Like, I kind of think that we should take, like, you know, our favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe or whatever and substitute. Well, you wouldn't want to substitute M&M's because they're sweeter than the chocolate chips in most chocolate chip cookies. Mm. Mm. Maybe dark M&M's? No, those don't taste right. Those okay. don't taste like M and M's. Yeah, they're not very good. We're gonna have to come back to this, Matthew. This is not gonna be solved today. No, especially not on the peanut butter cookie episode. No. Why did I start talking about M and M's? So you know, the thing with peanut butter cookies is, I feel like there's some universal agreement that they should be 
chewy. Whereas like, you know, some with a ginger cookie, for instance, there, there are two genres. There is the chewy ginger cookie. We can all kind of a molasses ginger mm-hmm. cookie. And then there's like the ginger snap. And we mm-hmm. can agree that the flavor of ginger, ginger, the flavor mm-hmm. of ginger. You know, tastes, ginger is a spectrum. It's true. Ginger is a real drag. Um, it's <laughs> uh, ginger tastes good in chewy and crunchy forms. Yeah. Peanut butter cookies, like, have you ever just overbaked a, a oh, sheet of peanut bad. butter cookies? It's bad. But I mean, any overbaked cookie is bad. Well, is, that's is true. There a, but is like, there a peanut butter cookie that's designed to be but like, crispy? You know, like, let's say again to go to go back to this situation of you're showing up at some party and somebody has put out a big tray of cookies. Mm-hmm. If there's an overbaked chocolate chip cookie, I'll be kind of bummed, but I will eat it and I will find pleasure in it because there's something very familiar about the flavor of a slightly burnt chocolate chip cookie, and I can get yeah, some pleasure I know exactly out of it. What you mean. You know, especially the kind that, that gets like really thin at the edges. Yeah, well, and yeah. I mean, I think there's a whole school of thought about chocolate chip cookies of, of people trying to make them thinner and crispier and lacier. And yeah, that's definitely a, a thought school. A thought school. Um, uh, if you, if you're a total total weirdo. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, I, I think probably we will hear from someone who says, "No, I've got a great recipe for a deliberately crispy peanut butter cookie," and I want I would try it. How do you feel about crunchy peanut butter, like, so, so you have peanut chunks either, I mean, either from crunchy peanut butter or, like, added chopped peanuts in your peanut butter cookie? Mm, I think it's good sometimes. I, I think it sounds good to me. I mean, I actually, right now, the Skippy that I have at home is crunchy. Mm-hmm. I bought it for a recipe, and not this recipe, obviously. But anyway, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm usually not a crunchy peanut butter person. So I think that, that uh, especially in a peanut butter cookie, which you already have to chew— you have to. <laughs> you have what, to. What are you going to do if not chew it? Like swallow it like a pill? You know, although I have to say that or the, like the, an oyster? The, the, the peanut butter cookies I made here are so tender that I think you could just sort of mash it against the roof of your mouth yeah. and then with swallow it. Yeah, with your tongue. Uh, can we try that? No, because I'm not going to eat another bite of this cookie. Matthew, don't. You're going to be sad. All right. <laughs> you're chewing. Stop chewing. No. Oh. <laughs> Make the sound again. Gross. Um, That's the sound of Matthew it's, pulverizing cookie with his tongue in his mouth. I can there. You would be surprised how many things I can pulverize with my tongue. I mean, oh, whoa. <laughs> Matthew and I were just talking about all the things that he can pulverize with his tongue. So let's let's go back to a couple of things. First of all, um, I'm still I'm on the downslope of the curve, but I haven't gone all the way to sad yet. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know from the. Is this going to be like the 420 episode when you just <laughs> were in a terrible place and I was trying like? I mean, you were in a, not in a to terrible fall place, out of my also just I a was, different one. I remember sitting here at in this same seat, thinking, "Oh my god, the room is spinning! Oh my god, the room is spinning! How am I going to keep it together? Oh my god." Here's the last thing I want to say, and I'm very serious about this. How do you feel about uh, flourless peanut butter cookies? I don't think I've ever had one. There are a lot of recipes out there for flourless peanut butter cookies. I've never had one that was good. They just don't have chew to them. What are they like? Are they like no bake cookies, kind of? Are they no? No, they're baked cookies. I mean, they look like peanut butter cookies, and you don't need a lot of flour to make a good peanut butter cookie. Yeah, this my recipe has much less flour than it does butter or or like peanut butter, frankly. But I think having I, I think this recipe that that Lori made has maybe like a quarter cup of flour for a whole bunch of cookies, but it's a, just enough to give it that chew that mm-hmm. you wouldn't get otherwise. So what what is the texture of a flourless peanut butter cookie? Well, I mean it's kind of unremarkable, I guess. Like, you know, it it doesn't 
it has too much give, but not in like this, the moosey sort of way of your cookies, just uh-huh. like in a boring sort of way. I Interesting. Think. Huh. I'll have to try it sometime. I mean, I'm not going to rush now that you have. Uh... Yeah, no, I don't think you need to. I think, okay. I think, I don't know. I think, I think uh, it, it would make Cookie Monster sad. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. I, but some people must like them because there's lots of recipes. <clears throat> maybe, you know, maybe, maybe if you couldn't have gluten, that you'd be really into it. Yeah, but maybe yeah. you could substitute some other kind of flour. That's true. There are so many other non-glutinous flours. You can find us. Wait are a minute. Done? Wait a minute. What? You wrote on the agenda, where does real <laughs> peanut flavor, with each of those words capitalized, come from? Oh, but I think we kind of covered that. Like, you know, that your your cookies are more peanut putty. Clearly it comes from peanut putty, which was a character on Seinfeld. Hey. Um, that's, that was my impression of putty. I think you are tanking right now, man. I, I think I'm on the downward slope yeah. of the peanut wagon. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you fell off the peanut wagon. I fell off the peanut wagon, and that's why I ate too many peanut butter cookies, and that's why I got sad. <laughs> you know how I said you would know the moment when I got sad? It just happened. Oh, no. Anyway, and we so, have a whole other so, episode So I to think do. You, you, we established that real peanut flavor comes from peanut butter. <laughs> why did you put this question on? the agenda well, because uh both of these recipes have a lot of peanut butter but one has more peanut flavor and i don't think it's because I, it has more peanut butter i think I it's think, because it has different peanut butter yes. and more salt and more butter and i would say that is the 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 peanut butter cookie that has atoms in it which has more peanut flavor. they both have atoms in them <laughs> and molecules and you know Jesus polymers Christ. Adams, like Adams family. Okay, yeah. They've Both. got this cookie's got the Adams family in it. It's got so much personality. Uh huh. Well, happy Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's twenty four seven t shirt bra might be the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. It's uh, it's made out of super soft memory foam. It makes you look good. It feels good. What is not to love? And you can get a 30-day free trial by going to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. If you love it, keep it, and they'll charge your card. If you don't, send it back, and they'll charge you nada. Woohoo! So start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. Please, can we be done now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to end before I actually get sad. Okay. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, uh, where we'll post two links to two different peanut butter cookie recipes. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast, where you can, um, I don't know, tell us about uh, the kind of peanut butter you use in your cookies. Why don't you defend flourless peanut butter cookies yeah. to us? Tell, sell us on them. Yeah, and we'll fight back. No, yeah. we'll, we'll be very understanding. Yeah. We're, not, we're not really fighters at heart. We're, you know, we're cookie monsters. Hey, let's also, I don't know, what, what was the question we had about M&Ms in cookies? Maybe people could weigh in on Facebook on that? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Have you ever made a great M&M cookie? Uh, that you think like stands on its own and like is as good in its own way as a chocolate chip cookie. I want to hear about that. Cool. Okay. Well, um, you know, uh, anything else, Matthew? I don't think so. Until next time. Uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Uh, <laughs> me, me pulverize possessions with mouth. <laughs> now, <laughs> now sad. Uh, I'm Molly Watsonberg. Oh, that was terrible. And we're keeping it. Cookie Monster. (laughs) No. No. Bye now. Um. 
Me sad. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.